Hey, we got feedback from Jesse in Las Vegas about our cold opens. Oh, really? Yeah. What did he, uh, what did he? Talking to Todd. Hi, toddlers. It's a weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Prince, where failure is always an option. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? Oh, I missed that. Okay, yes. <laughs> oh, do we have a guest this week? Uh, I don't know. Was I supposed to book one? Were you supposed to book one? No, I don't. I don't. No, I don't. I don't believe so. No, Although, you know what? Before we move on to the guest or no guest, we should we should probably follow up. So we we did we did get feedback from from Jesse in Las Vegas. Yes, we did. We, we actual feedback <laughs> to the email address, which we say nobody uses. So so we should we should shout we should you know point that out. Thank thank you, Jesse, for sending to feedback at talkingtotod.com. Thank you. It made the hundred and eighty dollar annual fee we use to host email all worth it. Um, and what was his actual feedback, Dwayne? Uh, Dear Dwayne and Todd, episode 61's cold open is award-winning. I suggest its continued use. Best regards, Jesse Taylor, Las Vegas, Nevada. Okay, so the cold open in 61 was a line, and then the next line got cut off in the middle while we played the theme, correct? Yes. Yes, that is correct. Which which we did again. So, you know, you're welcome. But what Jesse is asking for, what he wants more of, is less of us. It's not the first time we've gotten that feedback. Yeah, that's starting to be a trend, huh? Nah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. So uh, thanks again to the Educated Idiots for joining us last week on the crossover edition, Talking to Idiots. Um, enjoyed that, enjoyed getting to catch up with Dan and Doug. It was great. But this episode, I think we can safely say that episode 63 here this week is not brought to you by DJ to go Cedar Valley. Absolutely not. Nope. I don't, I don't care. I don't care if he is the, the, if they is the, uh, I don't even know what the slogan is. What is, what? Uh, Five star. DJ in the Cedar Valley. Right. I don't I don't I don't care that he's the five star DJ in the Cedar Valley area. Not sponsoring this episode. Neither is neither is Arby's. <laughs> did yes. you see speaking of, did we talk about this? Did you see John Stewart is back on um Twitter? No, I did not. Is okay, he so is he still going after Arby's? John Stewart is back on Twitter and he tweeted something, and Arby's responded, Welcome back, old friend. And John Stewart responds, yes, I've come back on you like one of your nasty, nasty sandwiches. <laughs> Boom, right back at it. He's He's been off TV and basically out of the conversation for six years. And the and basically the first thing he comes back to is, I got to take down Arby's a notch or two. Oh, so funny. So, yep, John Stewart's coming back. And can't wait. 
but that's that's later in the show of what we're watching or what we want to watch. Feedback, follow up, updates, uh, voicemails, no voicemails this week. But you can uh, do like Jesse did. Send us your feedback at feedback at talkingtotod.com. Or you can call us at also CPA. Now that uh, tax season is just about over, um, the the folks over there at also CPA, fi- that's 515 also CPA, have, have less to do. So uh, 515-257-6272 is the voicemail number. Um, you want to start? What do you got? Um, well, let's see. Oh, we had, uh, there were some feet. So feedback from last week's show. Um, last couple of shows really, but yeah. 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 Uh, Lisa, Lisa was, uh, was very disappointed that I didn't immediately get the Fred Garvin male prostitute reference in the last, in, in the talking to idiots show. Uh, she's like, how could you not know that? And I said, well, when I Googled it and I saw the picture, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that character, but I, but I, you know, of all the Dan Aykroyd characters, um, that was, that was outside the, uh, that was outside the main buffer. Right. So it was there, but it had to get, yeah. Yep. Um, You and I same way. Yep. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. Swing and miss. Yeah. Um, her other bit of feedback, uh, regarding last week's show was, um, the sports quiz that we took, yeah, she, she pointed out that she got uh, she got them all right, and uh, we need if we're going to have quizzes on this show, we probably need to up them because if uh, it, it wasn't much of a quiz. <laughs> okay, well, we'll see how that goes with this week's quiz. <laughs> Good. You know what? I should have given you the feedback before we picked this week's quiz. Anyway, you know what? We're we're, we're locked in. Um, we'll see, and we can go from there. Maybe it stays. We'll find. Yeah. We're, we're gonna. We're gonna find out. Again, these are sight unseen. So I mean, I'm picking it on the title because you know, content. Uh, what else we got? Sarah Judson Brown, the card rating service we talked about on episode sixty one. Yeah. Uh, we we could do a segment where we rate the cards in real time on the podcast Ooh, because yeah. because you know visual things work so well. <laughs> It is one of the best things we do on the show is the visual gags. So, uh, <laughs> thanks, Sarah. <laughs> yeah. Toddler, toddler number negative 18 there, Sarah Judson Brown. Um, she also, she, she enjoyed, she really enjoyed the crossover with educated idiots. She thought it was very funny, had great energy. Um, the spiritualist ghosted on Dan. She thought maybe she was out exercising, but um, bump. Did you, did you put her up to that one? Did you, did, did you plant not. that? I did it feels, not. It feels it, that, that feels like you did that. That feels like you set that up somehow. I, I did not. I appreciated it. And I'll, uh, since nobody, <laughs> little, little, little laugh track there for Sarah. Um, and we snuck in a random comment about Aaron Sorkin in the crossover episode. So she, she got that, check the box there and, and move on. So yep. Feedback there from Sarah. Okay. What's next? That was for Dan, wasn't it? Nope. That was Aaron Sorkin. Oh, come on. Right. Although, although it does kind of work for Dan too, doesn't yes. it? Yeah, I'm done with yes. that. Move on. I'm done with like, that. I, I was I was going for Bartlett, but sure, whatever. Yeah. Uh let's see. Felderman also enjoyed the crossover episode. He agrees that soccer is malware. 
and and that that was a really fun show. Let's see. He was also he was playing Trivia Crack Adventure. I don't think I've ever played Trivia Crack Adventure. Anyway, he was playing Trivia Crack Adventure, and the question he got was, which of these is not a real professional soccer league? And it included the English Premier League, La Liga, and the Champions League. And I knew the other one was not the real one because he listens to talking to Todd. Educating people about topics they violently disagree with <laughs> since 2020. <laughs> since, oh, I've got the wrong hat on. Since 2007, man. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. We count that other one. Yeah. Count, yes. Okay. And the right. hiatus. Uh, let's see. Uh, Amy didn't have, a- Amy enjoyed the, Amy enjoyed the crossover, but she knows you and me and Dan and, um, you know, and the dynamic that we all have, uh, I don't know that maybe it helps to know us. Sometimes it helps to not know us. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> what it does is it explains things. Oh yeah. Now it may not make it funnier, but it explains things. <laughs> She also she also thought Doug sounded like Greg High, and she was confused. Like, why is Greg on this? No, that's not Greg. Why is Greg on this putt? No, that's not Greg. Okay. Anyway. Hey, Greg. <laughs> I'm lost. Sorry. What else we got here? What's next? Um, so I've got uh this week has been an amazing week for for content. Um, well, you know what? Why don't we say that at the end of the show? Okay. <laughs> We'll say potential content. We'll find out okay. if that's right or not. Um, there have been some follow-ups on topics that we have covered in the past that I just wanted to very briefly just kind of like do some quick hits on updating things that we've talked about. Ah, okay. So Sarah brought up the card rating service. Yes. And um, I saw this one, I think, yesterday. So we we may want to rethink the card rating service. Um Headline, Target halts all sports trading card sales at stores after fight breaks out. Ooh. Yeah. Um, I believe in Wisconsin. Uh, huh. You'd assume that this would take place in Florida, but. Because um, oh. I got to get me some of that bubble gum. Yeah, there was there was some sort of disagreement over sports trading cards Friday at a Milwaukee area Target. And it ended up with uh, five people. Anyway, um, four men were later arrested and taken into custody, and there were some guns involved. What I'm going to say, though, is if if five guys at Target are getting into a fight in the parking lot over sports cards, um, we might want to we might not want to advertise a lot that we're the ones that have won all the sports <laughs> cards. <laughs> sure. And and two, we're going to decide how much they're worth. Um, or or three, if we do this, uh, we forget me living in the undisclosed location. We need to make sure that Greg is in an undisclosed location yes, as he's as he's doing all of his grading. So, uh, Sarah, Sarah was telling me a story. Speaking of fights in stores like that, um, Sarah was telling me a story about the Walmart in Saint Cloud, where. They post a police officer at the door and they have another one roaming the halls. 
in the aisles, excuse me, roaming the aisles, because fights were breaking out inside the Walmart in St. Cloud, Minnesota. And I said, hey, 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 hey. What do you think this is, a hockey rink? Take that across the street. Ah, uh, they're old. Those jokes are old, but they're old. So, <laughs> Happy birthday, by the way. <laughs> speaking of speaking of old, happy birthday. Oh, well, should have should have watched out for that. Thank you. <laughs> What's next? Um, let's see. We talked about uh we talked about Apple released the uh anti-tracking feature in iOS 14.5. I love it. I've been clicking that button like nobody's business. Hell no, don't track me. Yes. So um so some statistics have come out. Uh, by some people that monitor web traffic, which technically would be tracking, but anyway, whatever. Um, wh- one of the stats came out that said that so far they believe that 96% of uh, iPhone users have opted out of tracking uh, so far as they can tell. Uh, at which point, uh, one of the websites said, what are the other 4% of people doing? <laughs> Please track, please track, please track. Will you track me? Please track me. The rest, the rest of the phones are just owned by Zuckerberg. Um, yeah. So face, they might be Facebook employees. Yeah. Well, yeah. You're Good required. Point. There you yeah. go. <laughs> hey, do you want to keep your job? Don't press that button. Um, uh, let's see a couple of other follow-ups. Um, oh, Hey, a couple of weeks ago we talked about, uh, I, I tried, I tried to get you to guess who the, uh, multinational technology company that was going to sponsor man United's, uh, uh, jerseys shirts for the foreseeable future. Do you remember? Yeah. No, no. (laughs) Sorry. Stuck on hockey. Hey, 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 hoser. Hey, stop. (laughs) Keep your stick on the ice. Um, <laughs> they, coming home right after the podcast. <laughs> they, um, they're sometimes known as strips, but now it's just, it's kit, it's shirts. Do you remember, by the way, they spent an amazing amount of money. They're spending 60 million pounds a year. Do you happen to remember who the new shirt sponsor for Man United is? Uh, n- no. Okay. Yeah. No, no, wait, wait. Um, teen something team 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 view team view yes because i remember that because it's not team view <laughs> yeah that's, that's important that's, that's a whole that's other weird. don't be going to that yeah 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 that's yes, yes. there you go you got a yes. team viewer yep. yes yep. there you go mnemonic team viewer okay yes. so they're getting 60 oh sorry they're getting 60 million dollars so man united's getting 60 million dollars a year for team viewer to be put on the shirts they're going to need that money though because after the whole brouhaha with the uh, European Super League and then the fans invading the pitch and stopping it, uh, stopping everything from happening and generally protesting the fact that the Glaciers own Man United, um, this, this is such a weird thing. Um, they have a separate... So, Team Viewer is paying $60 million a year to put their logo on the game shirts, the shirts they wear in games. However, the training kit, they have a shirt sponsor for the training kit that they wear during practice. 
the Hut Group was set to sponsor the training shirts for Man United for the next 10 years using the branding My Protein on the front of the training jerseys. Um, <laughs> you know, Job is a good goalie. He's not a very good striker, but please go on. So if if the game shirts are worth $60 million a year, how much do you think it's worth for a company to put my protein on the front of the shirt? How much do you think that's worth? Uh, six, uh, uh, I don't know, a third of it? $20 million? Exactly. You nailed it, right? Look at that. Really? You nailed it. They wow. they they signed a 10-year twenty million pounds. They signed a 10-year 200 million pound uh contract to put their logo on the shirts for the next 10 years. And after the fan unrest, um they canceled the contract. So Oh, oops. <laughs> yeah, oops. By the way, quick question. I know, I mean, you, you handle most of the finances for talking to Todd. Quick question. Um, do we have an extra 20 million pounds? I mean, if you, if you manure, because <laughs> I'm thinking if we want, if we want to get some listeners, I'm thinking putting, putting the picture of us in the car with talking to Todd on the front of man use practice jerseys for the next year would really I mean, now we'd probably still have to, we'd have to pay retail for the jerseys themselves to hang behind us. But, that are you know. left over. Yes. Yeah. All the ones in the, all the ones in the warehouse, we'd have yeah. to pay retail for them. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, there you go. Feel sorry for the glaciers. Uh, they, they're, they're down, they're down 200 million pounds just for the right. F- you know, remember, you know what we're talking about here, Dwayne, though, you know what we're talking about? We're talking, talking about practice. practice. <laughs> You're talking twenty million for practice. We're talking about practice. Practice. We're just talking about practice. I mean, it's practice, man. It's not a game. It's practice. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. One other follow up. Oh. Um. So you mentioned a couple of episodes ago that you were watching Drive to Survive. Yes, uh, I watched all of season three. I started season two and I got distracted. Yeah. And it's about Formula One, which then led us down a very long rat hole that you cut out that nobody has to listen to. If you want 34 minutes of F1 minutia, man, have I got a deal for you. And quite frankly, if you want twice that, just let me know and we, <laughs> we can... <laughs> Oh, spit take. <laughs> Sorry. There you are, drink. old friend. <laughs> she'll let you drink while I was saying. Yeah, 34. Oh, we can go. We can do more than that. Oh, anyway. We can do the, yes. So. Um, How much time you got? <laughs> in four hours or less. Um, <laughs> so, so not to get, we're not going to go down the weeds, but, but this drive to survive is sort of the, it's the season of formula one. It's all the personalities. It's the, it's the behind the scenes conflict and, and about the racing, right? Like that's what you said, right? It, yeah. It's, it's drivers untucked. Uh, that's a different show, but anyway, that's okay. either <laughs> but, there. Sure. Um, okay. So in, unseated, maybe it's dri- maybe they're unseated. Maybe unbuckled. 
Unbuckled. There you go. Thank you. you. Go. Yes. You thank go. you. Yeah. You know what we anyway. are? We are branding experts here. So, hey, Greg. Ouch. Greg, Greg, can you can you make a square for that? Okay. So I'll have Greg work on the the square for drivers unbuckled. Um, <laughs> Kevin I, got Kevin got demoted. Oh no no this is this is Greg's specialty. No, I mean branding. Oh yeah, right. Branding. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yes. You um, feel sorry for the cows, but sometimes it's got to be done. <laughs> <sighs> Where do we put footnotes for this show? Okay. Um, <laughs> so th- uh, from people who've watched Formula One for a long time, there's concern that everybody who's now coming to Formula One from Drive to Survive, they don't care about the racing. They basically care about the soap opera behind, <laughs> like, because because the racing is sometimes problematic and a little boring, but now it's for, oh, you don't... It's like it's like high school clicks. Like, oh, you don't know who's talking to who, and and who likes whom, and when did they start to date? And anyway, all of that. In last week's race, which I didn't watch, but but I read later, in the middle of the race, for the first time that anybody can remember, the international broadcaster broadcast over the air communication from one of the team principals directly to the race director asking for something. And afterward, by the way, that happens a lot during the race, but that has, as far as anybody can tell, that has never been aired before. And a couple of people have said, why, why would the race director put that on the air other than, oh, they have started figuring out that people are watching this to figure out who are the good guys and the bad guys. And there are people complaining that drive to survive is now those storylines need to be brought into the races. And so they are now changing which radio calls air during the race so that the people who are watching drive to survive will go, see, I knew, I, I knew that yeah. he was a double crosser. You know what? Right there. Listen to that. That is, that is uncalled for. So, um, anyway, uh, drive to survive is going to, I would say it's going to ruin the sport, but, um, as we discussed for 34 minutes, the sport was already ruined. So good luck. Anyway, you might want to start watching the races because apparently they're starting to cover other stuff. Buckle up toddlers <laughs> or, or unbuckle up. No, wait, no, that doesn't work. Okay. never mind. What's, what's, what's next? Oh. <sighs> Okay, Dan, calm down. All right, we'll get to it. <laughs> All right, here, that was... Me... <laughs> Play the drums. Just right, drum us on the... out of here. Yeah, that was, the, uh, that, was, that was just some of the stuff from follow-up. Uh, new, new content. What do we got? Hey, we I have... see a quiz on here. We have a quiz okay. from our friends at HowSmart.net. Brought to you by our friends at HowSmart.net. This is the daily quiz for May 13th. It's a quick general knowledge quiz. No time limit. So we will see where this takes us. Which celebrity, question number one, which celebrity super couple? I'm out. Sorry, go ahead. Was nicknamed Binifer in the early 2000s. Was this Benjamin Bratt and Jennifer Lopez, not a couple, 
Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner, I think a couple, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez, maybe currently a couple, and Ben Stiller and Jennifer Aniston. We know that didn't happen. <laughs> no, but now I wanted that to happen. Right. I, want that to, I, want, I wanted that to have existed. <laughs> Which would make Jerry Stiller, Jennifer Aniston's father-in-law. George! <laughs> oh, God. That's... <sighs> okay. All right. We should probably answer this. Everybody else As is yelling. I Everybody's... rained blows upon him. I knew there had to be another way. <laughs> <sighs> Sorry. All right. So, um, Yeah. Do you have a guess? I mean, I have I have a guess. Yes. My guess would be Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner. Yeah. Uh, you you got you got part of that right. You think it's Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez? Yeah. Okay. We'll go with your answer. You are correct. Yeah. I. This is this. By the way, this is sports adjacent. Adjacent. Okay. Right? Because for the last multiple years. A Rod has 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 been has been dating Jennifer Lopez and they were engaged. Yes. And they broke up like two weeks ago. And 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 suddenly she's she's now back with <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? It's good. She's over she's over the pain of a breakup. <laughs> and you know what? You gotta you gotta take those 10 minutes for yourself. <laughs> you gotta process, and then you gotta move on. All right. What else? What do we? What's what's next? By the way, if the rest of the current events quiz is anything like this, this is the last time we're ever doing this. Okay, go ahead. She, um, she it does give us. Uh, she, Affleck later went on to marry actress Jennifer Garner, but the nickname Benifer never reappeared. So, okay, thank you. I'm so glad you knew this. Okay, we are one for one, and I am so saddened that I did. Okay. How many, ooh, a Golden Globes question. How many Golden Globe awards has Tom Cruise received over the years? Three, two, one, or none? Well, he gave them all back. Oh, is that why this is in the news? Yes. And, oh, that should have been a follow-up. You know how I said that, uh, apparently I'm now telling you all the entertainment news, which tells you how screwed up you are that if you're getting your entertainment news through me, Remember how I said that I think NBC is paying the Hollywood Foreign Press Association like $67 million a year for the rights to the Golden Globes? Yeah, I saw this. They ain't doing that anymore. Yeah, they're not writing that check next year. Guess what? I mean, Which, and it doesn't have anything to do with the fact that they're losing money hand over fist. Right. It's because the, they're problematic. They're, it's got some they're issues. Racist. Yes. Um. You're yeah. a racist. <laughs> which, which I believe means that the Hollywood, for, uh, based on what I can read, the Hollywood Foreign Presses Association income from next year is going to be about a buck fifty. Um, you know what they're hoping for is somewhere they got some Google money that they can tap into. <laughs> oh well, <laughs> yeah, they need to contact the Iowa State Treasures Association for the Iowa Great Treasure Hunt. Yeah. No plug. Uh, so, how many did he receive <sighs> over the years that he gave back? Sorry, back to the question. Yeah. Three? Yeah, I'll say three. Sure. We'll say three. Yeah. It is three. He won three. Can you, do you know what for? 
right, best actor for Born on the Fourth of July, as well as for Jerry Maguire, and best supporting actor for Magnolia. Never saw Magnolia, but okay. But you are right. He returned to them. Uh, which giant owns Oral B, Gillette, Pampers, and Tampax? Kimberly Clark, Johnson and Johnson, Unilever, or Procter and Gamble? Can you, can you tell me the brands again? Oral B, Gillette, Pampers, and Tampax. Can I have the entomology of the word, please? Oh wait, oh that's not this game. Sorry. No, yeah, different. Yeah, I, I there's for some reason I think it's Procter and Gamble. That was the first one that popped into my head. So you know what? Just to move this along, we're going to go with Procter and Gamble. It is Procter and Gamble, as well as Ariel Tide Head and Shoulders Herbal Herbal Herbal. Listen to me, Jesus. Herbal Essence and Pantene, to name but a few. Her, herbal Essence. Uh, Mr. Tardlick's second act. Yeah, her, herbal, herbal essence. <laughs> this quiz brought to you by Procter & Gamble. Procter & Gamble for all of your brand needs. All right, what else we got? Uh, Megan and Prince Harry's foundation announced a long-term partnership with Procter & Gamble. That's why this is in the news. This is Oh, now we're on to why is this trending? Why is this trending? In which of these... Oh, it's a politics question. In which of these ways is the Biden administration encouraging Americans to vaccinate against COVID-19 by July 4th? Science? Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> free Lyft and Uber rides to vaccination sites, free yeah. lifetime Lyft and Uber rides, free coffee at vaccination sites, or free lifetime major league tickets? The answer is A, unless you live in Oakland. And then D, because they got plenty. <laughs> you are right. The Biden administration formed a partnership with ride sharing companies to give free rides. Well, they're not free. I mean, we're paying for them. I mean, let's be fair here, right? I mean, somebody's getting paid and it's coming out of. I don't And here's the thing. I don't have a problem with my tax dollars going for this because I'm getting a benefit because somebody else is getting vaccinated and I don't have to wear a mask and I'm not going to get sick. I'm okay with this, but it's not free. Um, have, have you, have you ever, Sorry. have you, yeah, there's, there's a phrase in, in, in my area, um, that, that I've had to take a little bit of time getting used to. Um, it's a $0 contract. What? And and you're like, what is that? Like, well, we're going to give you something. And it's, it's no charge to you right now. But you need to sign a contract that says we gave it to you in lieu of other stuff. Now, here's, here's the trick. You're always paying for it. You're just not paying, like, like, you're not paying for it now. But, but somebody's paying for it. <laughs> You mean you mean I can get I can get twelve cassette tapes for a penny? Now if somebody's gonna work if somebody's gonna work the system, if if you know that there's a even if you're vaccinated, if you know, if you need a lift ride, it does sound to me as long as the place that you need to go is near a vaccination site. And you don't mind getting a couple of extra shots. <laughs> or or See, or just one, J and J. Yeah. 
I'm just saying, see, this is the thing. This is how people are going to game the system. That person got vaccinated 13 times. Yeah, but I didn't have to pay for DoorDash because I picked up Subway on my own. Uh, question five, last one. Supermodels Gigi and Bella Hadid. Did I pronounce all that correctly? Have a brother, Anwar. What does he do for a living? Does he He's, work in hydroelectric power? That's not one of your options. His last name is Sadat. He used to be the president of Egypt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, your four options, our four options. He's an agent. He's a model. He's a makeup artist. He's a fashion designer. Like my, an- my answer is he's all four. He's a quadruple threat. He's, he's all that and a bag of chips. He's, yeah. he's 10 pounds of awesome in a five pound bag. This is why we don't do this. <laughs> this is exactly why we don't do this. Uh, and and if you did, if you enjoyed the last ten minutes, hey, you know, God bless you. He's. Uh, do you think he's a model? I'm going to go with a fashion designer. Okay, sure. Let's go with fashion designer. He's a model. Oh, Anwar Hadid. 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 One of them. He's a model, just like his... Here's... I'm just going to tell you this. I'm just... I'm now livid. I'm now livid that we're doing this. And the reason why, this is me livid. Because I'm the one who has to correct you on Gigi Hadid's name. That's now my job on this. This is not what I signed up for. Do (laughs) Do they shop at Hermes? I bet they do. How did we do? Get your results. Tell me my results. Da, 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 da. You scored 80% in 11 minutes and 24 seconds. Oh, 11 so, minutes and 24 seconds. You're not getting back, folks. Hey, there you go. So so here's what I'm going to say. <laughs> yes. That was painful. <laughs> that took up way too much time. Yes. I'm going to say... Unless we get some feedback that people enjoyed hearing us talk about what most people just know off the top of their head. <laughs> if we get feedback, more of that, we can think about it. Otherwise, I don't know that that's going to stay in the rotation as a bit. It's a, well, this was, this was dishy daily news. Oh, so, what? oh, you should have told me that. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Would that have helped? No. My bad. No. I just, no, it, <laughs> I would have. You told me we're doing a daily news quiz. I went in here with a certain perception. <laughs> Sorry, I, I forgot the dishy part. Yes, that's that's on that's on me. Oh, that that would be like, hey, Dwayne, do you want to watch a uh, do you want to watch a uh, fashion competition on TV? And you're like, oh, sure, I'm always up for a fashion competition. I mean, is this like you know, is this Tim Gunn or something? Welcome to Ru- RuPaul's Drag Race. And you're like, well, okay. You weren't lying, but this isn't exactly accurate. That's not, this is not what I, here's the thing. This is not what I thought I was getting into, yet it's wildly entertaining. I'm hoping that that's. Yeah, we're hoping for the second part. It was, yes. Well, you know what? Our our next, the next thing we were going to talk about was idiot, idiot of the week. But I think we, you and I have just put in a strong, strong nomination for the two of us. (laughs) Mostly me. You knew most of the answers. I think loser. Hey, stop gets... telling people that. Stop telling people. 
<laughs> the world. Oh, well, this is interesting. The world's oldest golf event is in danger. Yeah. Okay. Oh, branding. More branding. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So do you happen to know what the world's oldest amateur golf event is? Let's move this along and say no. Okay. The Levin gold medal has been contested in Fife every year since 1870, two years before the Open Championship started. It's been around a while. Contested in Fife? Yes. Is this Scotland? We'll say yes. Okay. I don't... I'm trying to remember if they went to the uh, train station in Fife or not. Um, they can't remember. They saw yeah. 2,500 of them. <laughs> so, okay. Yes, Fife. Uh, I'm, I'm just in Scotland. Yes. So Scotland. It's, been, it's been around since 1870, but they think that they're going to have to, they, it might shut down because the sponsor, the longtime sponsor is, is pulling out. Um, because they're going to be sponsoring Man United's new training jersey. No, that's not true. <laughs> the My Protein Open brought to you by anyway. And I went, oh, that's really sad. You know that that it's that it's going to be. You know, and I was like, huh, I wonder who's pulling out. So <clears throat> the sponsor is Standard Life Aberdeen, which traces its roots back to 1825, and. It actually is the combination of Standard Life and Aberdeen, two companies that uh, that merged together in 2017. But here's the thing, and this is the piece. This is this is this has to do with branding, and I mostly just want to bring this up because this is what stupid branding looks like. Okay, so Standard Life, Aberdeen merged together in 2017. This year, they have announced that they are changing their name from Standard Life Aberdeen to a B R D N, which is pronounced Aberdeen. A B R Pat, I'd like to buy a vowel. <laughs> yeah. You know what's you know it's pronounced Aberdeen? A B E R D E N. That's Aberdeen. <laughs> so so they got rid of all the vowels and the golf tournament. <laughs> and the rebranding of getting rid of all the vowels is claiming that it was quote, modern dynamic and engaging. So again, new business opportunity for us, Greg, this... hope you, Greg, I hope you're listening, right? Companies who want to be modern, dynamic and engaging will come to us and say, we want to rebrand and we'll say, we'll think about it. And we're going to do two things for them. Number one, we're going to give them a square logo, same logo they had before, just a square, just a square. Okay. Yep. Number, number two, Whatever their name is, we just take all the vowels out, shove it together, say it's pronounced the way the old one was, and say, here you go. Go forth. We've 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 now been doing this for 63 episodes. We our 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 title is No Geno Space, talking to Todd. We're already dropping characters. We know how this works. We can do this. We, we did it wrong. We dropped the consonant. See, if we want to be modern, dynamic, and engaging. We needed to drop the vowels. It would be T L K N, the number two. T D D. T D D. I get it. Yeah. Well, you know no, A B R D N. You can leave one vowel in. Let's leave in the O. Oh. Yeah, they, oh, I see. They started with the A because that's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. T L K. 
and actually, you know, that's not bad. That actually that 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 feels modern and dynamic. I don't know. Talking, talking. Put a square on it, man. All right. <laughs> See, it was a branding. It was a branding thing, but I labeled it golf because I knew you couldn't resist it. I couldn't resist it. Oh, golf? No, not really. No, no. I'd okay, play. as long as as long as we're doing marketing, sure. I, I got I got I got two other things. Okay. Um, this is a release from a marketing group inside of a business. <clears throat> this do we, dis- do we this need dis- to get some advertising experience? Uh, it's like, do we, or do we need to get the Flinnies involved here? <laughs> nope, no, no. Well, okay. what I'm doing, we're back solving. So here's what we're doing. Okay. I'm going to give you what a senior VP of development said about you do events so this is about an event okay so i'm gonna read what he had to say about this event okay and then i want you to figure out what event this marketing speak is describing oh this should be wildly entertaining okay yeah yeah and by the way the event took place within the last three weeks so it's okay right it's always been about pushing ourselves to innovate to create more meaningful engagement and tentpole type events. So this company is pushing itself. It's to innovate and it's to create more meaningful engagement. What do you think that is? Well, tentpole type events. This is probably the Barnum and Bailey circus. (laughs) Yes. Might be too literal. Oh, might be too literal. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. Had an event. Da, 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 da. Ford rolled out the new Mustang. Was this Ford? It was not. Okay. This was describing the NFL draft. <laughs> you know, I've got a suggestion of where they can stick their tent pole. Oh, yeah. Sweet Lord. So, so this My was God. about, this was about them innovating and increasing engagement during the off season by having a draft. That they've had every year since 1965. <laughs> Marketing. Along with that, one other thing about the draft. Yeah. According to the official NFL, again, this is not this is this is sports business adjacent. So we're not even talking oh. sports. <laughs> okay. Yes. Good. That's a good clarification. Listeners appreciate that. Yeah. The NFL held another event. This isn't about the draft, it's about the NFL. The NFL held another engagement event this week. Do you know what event the NFL held? Uh, it's a big deal. It's huge. They had a three-hour show on ESPN just to cover this. Oh, yes. They released the schedule this week. They did in a three-hour show, but another meeting that could have been an email <laughs> that used to be an email. It, yes. <laughs> Here's the funny thing: they got a sponsor for the 2021 NFL schedule <laughs> for the release. They have a they have a sponsor for the release of the schedule. Do you know who sponsored the schedule release? Microsoft because they don't release anything on time. Ooh, I, I, ooh. 
Oh, um, yes. No, was I close? No, no, oh, no actually not. it was, cl- it was closer than I expected. It was oh. significantly, it was actually amazingly close. That, oh, that tells you. Yeah. So it was Ford, wasn't it? Okay. Who, who was, who was the sponsor? Mm. Tune into NFL Network or the NFL app on Wednesday, May 12th at 8 p.m. Eastern as the 2021 NFL schedule powered by AWS will be released live. Oh, that was actually closer than you thought. Both in technology and physical distance between their campuses. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that wasn't yeah. bad. So yeah. anyway, the NFL is now getting companies to sponsor their schedule or the schedule release. Yeah. So anyway. Oh, that's a different... One person sponsors the release. One yeah. one company sponsors yeah. the release. A different company sponsors the actual schedule. Yeah. Yeah. Because why the hell not? Because the NFL needs money. Got to pay Roger Goodell's salary somehow. We're probably going to owe somebody money for using his name. Oh, Wait. speaking of owing somebody money, we talked about what the cold open should have been this week. Oh, we did. We did. Do you remember that? Yeah. So we could do that right now. Just to, it just has to be in the show somewhere. Yeah. Just kind of clean that up a little right. bit. Right. Okay. So everybody who's listening, we just, we need two minutes just to, to clean something up from, from last week. Cause last, last week, week, so, so apparently the, the educated idiots always play copyrighted music in their shows and, and we try, we, we, we try not to, um, and when, but when we have, um, it's because one of the things we're known for besides comedy uh, and um, education about European soccer leagues is also we, we are also in America's in America's Cup. Don't forget America's, America's Cup. Cup. Right. We are also known as one of the uh, premier uh, G missing uh, uh, music critic shows uh, on the Internet. Um, so that when we when we when we <laughs> that's my rap name, G missing. So, uh, so, so, so what randomly, so last week we played a song, but we played it in that episode that was played in last episode. So we'd have time to think about it so we could refer to it in this episode it, from a yes. critical standpoint, um, as fair use. Correct. So, um, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. so, um, Dan, Dan and Dan and Doug included, wanted to include and, and did, uh, Kenny Rogers, the gambler and, uh, because we made we made we made a reference earlier in the show to it, but you know the the thing about the song is for me it's always been really timeless and has it been interpreted in so many ways and in so many movies, you know and, and you know I just I, I remember this song growing up uh, and I mean it was something that we played I don't know about your house but in, in our house we played Kenny Rogers um, it's just something that's really stuck with me. So uh, I've always appreciated, musically appreciated, uh, that song. And so it, it really meant something. And it's got a good beat. I can dance to it. <laughs> when, when I was growing up, I took, uh, I took guitar lessons. Yes. And uh, we, we, had, we, had, we had two books that we used the entire time I took guitar lessons. One, John Denver's Greatest Hits. Number two, Kenny Rogers. The first song in the Kenny Rogers book was The Gambler. Once you got that song down, you went on to the next song. You went through the rest of the book. I don't know what is in the rest of the book after The Gambler. <laughs> Played it a lot. Never well. <laughs> never, never well. Never to the point that somebody would listen walking past going, hey, hey, that's, that's The, the Gambler. gambler. 
it's not good, but it's the gambler. I was nope. striving. I was striving to get to that level <laughs> to hear somebody say that's the worst rendition of the gambler I have ever heard. I would say thank you. I take that as a compliment. <laughs> oh, I must be getting better. Yeah, you noticed. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to say, because it's very tricky chord progression, um, and it's a really complicated vocal uh, if you dig into it. However, if you actually dig into it, it's pretty simple chord progression, and the vocal's not bad. I mean, after all, Kenny Rogers sang it. So um, anyway, yeah. But I, I think, you know, I think that really, I think that has really affected music since then uh, and and onward. And and really, I mean, it's it's not just music criticism. I mean, it's it's who doesn't know you got to know when to hold them and know when to and know when to fold them. I mean, that's really life lessons. Hey, Kevin, Kevin, do you think we're in the clear now? Okay. That, that's, that's a, yeah. that's a real life lesson there, kiddo. All right. I think, I think we've, I think we've done enough critiques. Okay. Check that box. Yeah. Check that box. Good. What are you watching? Um, okay. Hey, look, look what is not on my list this week. I know. Damn. Right? Yeah. Not not because we're not watching, just because I the bit was getting old. Um and you're thinking, it's getting old now? <laughs> now now I, I, okay. So uh an an old show, uh a, a, an older show was back, and then we were watching a new show. So uh Mythic Quest is back yes. on um is back on Apple TV Plus. On um, Apple TV on, on Apple, Apple TV. Yeah, TV. right. Yeah. So so they did season one. And then they did, um, that was nine episodes. And then in May of last year, they did a special quarantine episode um, yes. that was yeah. amazingly well done. I, I think of all the quarantine shows, I, I think a lot of TV critics think that that was probably the, the best quarantine show. I, I, I thought it was great, and I don't think I will, I will ever go back and watch it. Um, because it was good and it also captured the what was going on at the time and I don't know that I want to relive that right so then <clears throat> they did a second in between season show which is them returning to the office which is sort of the okay. end of quarantine and okay. celebrating and I have to say that show um which talks about a thing in the game but it it talks about more than that like I watched that show and went, oh my goodness, this is, this is some incredibly smart and incredibly funny TV. I mean, it was great. Uh, it was absolutely great. And so that one is listed as season one, episode 11. And then okay. that leads right into season two. And the first two episodes of season two have dropped. And my goodness, they're funny. Some shows you worry that they're really good the first year and you worry about a sophomore slump. Yeah. Other shows take a little bit of time to find their feet. Yeah. This show, when I like when it first started, yep. yeah, right. Like the first four episodes, I watched and I was like, huh, I don't know if I really like this. And then they had the one that had nothing to do with the story, and that was really good. And then they kind of picked up a little bit, and it's like, okay, this is getting better. The first two episodes of season two are they know they know who the characters are, they know where the, they know what the show's about, and they know where the humor is, and it is excellent. So highly recommend. Um, if you watched Mythic Quest, uh, it's back. And, and it's worth watching. Um, the other one that we started watching, um, this one's on Peacock. Yeah. Girls 5 Eva. 
I, you know, I've read a little bit about this. Yeah. Lisa started watching it and I was walking through doing some stuff and I'm like, oh, hey, I read about this. And I sat down and I watched the last 10 minutes of the first episode. And then she's like, do you want to watch this? Yeah, let's watch the second one. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's pretty good. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's got, I mean, you know, busy Phillips. Yep. And the girl from Hamilton. <laughs> yep. Um, I can't remember her name. Uh, Renee Elise, uh, Goldsberry. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Um, Sarah, and Sarah Bareilles. Oh, and Sarah Bareilles, who I love. Yes. So yes, so they they were a girl group. They had a massive hit. It's been years and years and years. The four of them are now trying to come back together. So the the four of them are putting Girls Five Eva back, and uh, um, hilarity they, ensues. And it's do they spice up our lives? Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah, yeah. Um, no. Uh, some of their some some of the stuff they're known for is even more cringeworthy than that. Let's just put it oh, that okay. way. So, um, yeah. Anyway, I think it's uh, you know what? If you've got Peacock, you might as well watch it. No, there you go. It, it's actually it was it was pretty funny. We've watched the first two episodes, and I think we're gonna we're gonna keep watching because it's um it's it's there's some very there's some actually some very smart comedy in there as well. So uh, yeah, what are you watching? So I traveled to Charlotte over the weekend. And as I, 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 I did a little grind my gears last week about how my Netflix crapped out on the way back from an undisclosed location. So on this flight, on the, on this set of flights, uh, my Netflix did work. I did manage to finish lock and key. Um, again, still recommend little twist. It's super, but then I didn't have anything else downloaded on my iPad. So I start flipping through what's free that I can watch on American. Oh, I can watch the first two episodes of Ted Lasso. Look at this. I've got about, oh, about an hour left in my flight. Perfect. When I start rewatching Ted Lasso, because, you know, the premiere of season two is coming up July 23rd. 23rd. Thank no, you. Not that I have run over circle, 23rd. <laughs> But I can start watching it. Okay, so I, so I, I'm like, okay, well, I can, I can do these two. That's great, super. Um, so I did, and then got home, and I, and I kept watching a little bit. Um, and Amy, we're in, we're lying in bed. Amy's watching TV on the TV. I'm watching on my iPad. She rolls over. Are you rewatching that without me? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Did you learn anything this week? Yeah, I, I was afraid. Due to our recording schedule, yes, we missed an important day, and I just want to commemorate a fairly important day that we didn't mention last week because of all the hubbub with the with the crossover event and everything. We should have previewed it. We didn't. Um, do you know the Do you know the significance of May seventh? So, which it's actually. It's the significance of the first Friday of May. Understand, I, I did, I, this is in this week I learned because I didn't learn it until this week as well. So don't feel too bad if you can't figure oh, this one out. Okay. No, yeah. I, I just, uh, I, nope, I got, I got, I got nothing. <clears throat> the first Friday of every May is International Tuba Day. Oh. And we missed it. <sighs> So, however, 
I like I bet to they think, didn't miss it in Tuba City, Arizona. See, that's what I'm thinking, right? They're like, we got to know that one. I like to, I like to think of every Friday here plus minus as International Tuba Day, but uh, <laughs> it kind of depends. <laughs> what, what what did you learn this week? So I learned a new word. Do you have to get the cuckoo clock out? You were no, prof- no. you were at a professional golf tournament. Do you do you, do you have to get the cuckoo clock out? <laughs> no, I did not. I didn't follow Patrick Reed, so no, I don't. Uh, can so can you see the can you see the rundown? I can. Can you see it now? <sighs> Better or worse? Better or worse? One or two? <laughs> yeah. Two. One. Yeah. Uh, I have no idea how to pronounce that. Okay, so this word is chuggy. Oh, and isn't isn't that uh, isn't that what they put in the baby Ruth the chuggy nugget? <laughs> I may have that wrong. Sorry. You, Go you, ahead. Yeah. No. So this describes. Um, let me see if I can if I can get this right. Okay, ten ways to know if you're chuggy, and. For the record, it's not a compliment. It originated on TikTok, and it essentially means unfashionable. The fact that we're so, so using number, it. So, so number one, if you don't know what the word means, it's you. It's yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that we're defining it on this podcast yes. means that now Chugi is it's unfashionable. Chugi. Yeah, yes, Chugi, that's Chugi squared. Yep. Uh, fastest way to kill all the terms being used by the kids, just have your parents start using it and that'll stop it in the track in the track. So it, you might be, this is going to sound like Jeff Foxworthy. You might be chuggy if you wear cargo shorts. I'll be right back. Hold on. <laughs> uh, if you use stupid hashtags on your Instagram post, it's time to stop. Um, if your go-to jacket is denim, you might be chuggy. I thought denim was back. I'm I'm putting pieces together. I think yeah. I've got this figured out. All right. So the millennials, the the phrase millennials use to tell the the next generation that they're old and out of step. We came up with okay, boomer, right? Like yes. that's that's what that encompasses. Yes. yes. This is on TikTok and talking about what they're describing. This is Gen Z's way of telling millennials. This is Chuggy is yes, Gen Z's yeah. version of OK Boomer. That's ex- yes. Our music is Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod. It's available on Incompetech.com under a Creative Commons attribution license. You can find us on Overcast or Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you get your pods. Just search Talking and the number two. Uh, you can follow our page on Facebook. That's how you know when new episodes have dropped, Fridays plus or minus. Uh, you can check out our award-winning merch on Zazzle. You can tweet at us at Talking to Todd. You can leave a voicemail. Todd, what's the number? Oh, sorry. You're busy Googling. 515, also CPA.
That's 515-257-6272. You can always stop by and visit us at the Tuba City Home Office. Please don't do that. Uh, Thanks to our listeners. Please and thank you to our listeners, especially the new ones, especially the old ones. Tell your friends. Send us your feedback like Jesse did. Feedback at TalkingToTodd.com. Todd? In my last few hours, in my 40s, (laughs) we spent time talking about what the kids are saying. And what does it mean? And let's look at the definitions, which (laughs) might have, which might be the definition. Like, like you could have given me a day on that. I'm just saying you could have given me a day, but nope, nope. You're like, you know what? Jump in the pool early. Just jump in early. You might as well, you know, hop in because the water's nice. That's the kind of friend I am. (laughs) Yeah. It's not chuggy, but those board shorts you wearing certainly are. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, until next week, when we'll both be in our 50s. We've been talking to Todd. I like how we had a plan. This is going to be 15 minutes. And then this is going to be 15 minutes. And we're just going to keep this thing nice, short, tight, get it released. It took us, it took us about four minutes to go off of the timing plan. <laughs> <laughs> Glad you're keeping track of that. Don't, I don't do, I don't do math. <laughs>